Legendary bonesetter Danny celebrates his landmark 90th birthday. Article by Charlie Keegan. Over the years, when a player was injured in a football or hurling match, having sustained an obvious bone injury or needing urgent attention, I often heard it said that we will have to bring him to Danny Neal of Michel straight away. Danny O'Neill, Hollybrook House, Michel, County Carlow, who celebrates his 90th birthday today, Tuesday, is a legend in his own lifetime, having carried on the family bone-setting tradition for the past 60 years. The fallout from the dreaded coronavirus in March meant that Danny, acting on medical advice, had to call an immediate halt to his bone-setting practice. In common with many aspects of Irish life, Danny found himself in lockdown and, in his case, a serious question mark remains over whether he can continue along the work path he has trodden over the past six decades. Given his age, Danny is obviously vulnerable to the virus and is, in a real sense, one of those people on the front line. The O'Neill bone-setting gift goes back throughout the generations. Old-timers in the Michel area during the 1960s speculated that the gift was with the O'Neills for up to 400 years. In living memory, Danny's grandfather, Johnny O'Neill, and his uncle, Pat O'Neill, were bone-setters. Born into a farming background, Danny farmed for the best part of five decades on a mixed holding, and since his retirement in 1999, the farm has been managed by his son Jimmy. Danny is married to Tess Marr from Ballyleen Ballon, and they have seven children and 19 grandchildren. Tess trained as a nurse in Dublin's Mater Hospital, and then undertook a one-year course in midwifery at the Coombe. Tess never nursed, Cupid struck when, on one occasion, Danny was among a group of people invited to the Mar home, where Tess was serving food to the guests. She struck up a conversation with Danny, romance blossomed, and on the 24th of June 1964, they married in St. Patrick's Church, Ratho. At the time, work was in progress on St. Peter and Paul's Church, Ballin, Tess's local church. The marriage ban on working wives was in effect at the time, so Tess could not pursue her nursing career. But she was more than happy to become a homemaker and a tower of strength to Danny. Danny O'Neill has dealt with fractures, displaced bones and probably the full range of ailments relating to the 302 bones in the human body over a working life. Providing relief from pain for people, young and old, men, women and children. Wife Tess, acting as a conduit for this interview with her husband, because he is hard of hearing, said, Sure Danny has dealt with people from every part of Ireland, and also from many outside the country. He has treated people from as far away as Italy, and spent time with the Italian family in question. And his bone-setting expertise does not just extend to those with two legs. It is not unusual for farmers to pull up with horse boxes into the O'Neill yard, their mission to have a horse or a cow with some type of bone ailment sorted out through the expertise of Danny O'Neill. Over the years, people in need of medical attention often found themselves in a long queue at the O'Neill homestead. 
it was a matter of waiting your turn to be treated by Danny. This article is something of a scoop for the nationalist, because throughout the 60 years of his bone-setting practice, Danny O'Neill never consented to a media interview about his gift for healing. He felt no compulsion to go into print, preferring to rely on word of mouth, which spread the gospel of his medical deeds. But that reluctance to go on the record all changed with my phone call to wife Tess, who felt it appropriate to mark her husband's 90th birthday. In a sporting context, Danny O'Neill, whether he wished to or not, hit the headlines along with his daughter Olivia through their joint ownership of the great thoroughbred horse Danoli. The name Danoli was an amalgam of Danny and Olivia, and he was best known for his successes in hurdle races, although he also enjoyed victories in steeplechases later in his racing career. Danoli was described as the most popular racehorse in Ireland during the 1990s and was regarded as the people's champion. Mum Tess says Olivia currently owns a filly which she hopes will bring some racing success in the future. So could a successor to Danoli be in the making? Outside of the sport of kings, Danny O'Neill was a keen supporter of Gaelic games and has been an avid follower of the fortunes of the local Nave Owen and Michel Camogie Club in hurling and football. Tess, rearing seven children, did not have the time to devote to GAA games, but did enjoy watching the scraps between Michel and Kildavan on the football field. Danny and Tess were avid card players, a pastime that has fallen by the wayside due to the COVID health restrictions. Tess recalls, we played whist three nights a week in Michel and Rathau with an occasional hand in Bagnallstown. And when the whist drive was over, there was a poker school from 11 o'clock until 1am. Danny was a very good card player and loved the atmosphere around it. We greatly miss the cards in the current situation, said Tess. As mentioned earlier, the O'Neills have seven children. Dan, Mary Clancy, Jimmy... Greta Nolan, Claire Butcher, Olivia Jordan and Theresa Nolan. Tragedy visited the family in February 2016 when Olivia's husband Pather Jordan, a member of a well-known and popular Michel family, collapsed and died at the untimely early age of 44. Pather, who had hurled at senior level for Nave Owen and also with the Carlow Senior County team, was the youngest in a family of 15 children of the late Andy and Esther Jordan. Olivia and Pather have one son, Peter. But to end on a bright note, today is a landmark occasion in the life of Danny O'Neill, a celebration of a life well lived, during which he provided an important service through his gift to ease people's pain. After a lifetime of service to his calling, no one could deny that it is time for Danny O'Neill of Michel to put his feet up and in retirement take things easy. Looking forward to the 22nd of September 2030, when this man with magic in his hands will hit the big 100. Historic Cottage Goes on Sale in Rathvilly Article by Elizabeth Lee an historic cottage in the grounds of Lisnava Estate in Ratvilly is up for sale. 
The residence is called Ballyoliver and is known to the Bunbury family who are selling it as the Herdsman's Cottage. Ballyoliver started life as an abode for the herdsman of the nearby Lisnava estate. Lord Rathdonnell, owner of Lisnava, was one of Ireland's foremost breeders of shorthorn cattle at the time, writes Ali Bunbury. As president of the Royal Dublin Society, he was also closely involved with both the Spring Show and the Dublin Horse Show. The herdsman played a pivotal role in the maintenance of the cows, heifers and calves that grazed at Lisnava during the last decades of the 19th century. Among the most successful of Rathdonnell's prize bullocks was Anchor, which won contests across England, Scotland and Ireland. Bally Oliver, close to Rathvilly, was ideally suited to host the annual auction of the Lisnava livestock every November during the late 1880s and early 1890s. The cattle, sheep and horses were often carried onwards to their new farms by the Great Southern and Western Railway Line from Rathvilly Station. Ali explained that local lore mistakenly claims that the townland of Bally Oliver is named for Oliver Cromwell. The name is found at least as early as a 1303 survey in Red Book of Ormond. The land was formerly owned by the Lockwood and Whitty families, but appears to have been taken up by the Bunbury family, of which Lord Rathdonnell was the head during the mid-19th century. The late Bill Burgess recalls the house as home to old Johnny Bramble, Rathdonnell's herdsman, who rode about on a white cob before the First World War. With the destruction of the Royal Irish Constabulary Barracks in Rathvilly during the War of Independence, it appears that Bally Oliver served as a temporary residence for the policemen. For further details on the sale, contact Matthew at REA Dawson on 059